Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Well, we're waiting. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, everybody. Episode number 42 of the Cutting Out Early podcast. Uh, The second episode of season two, as we're rolling right along in October 2021. October 7th, if you want to get specific. Max Major here, Zach Montgomery to my left. And uh, it's just us two again. I know. Alex continues to be on his sabbatical. I guess. I, we, we hope he's okay. He's okay. <laughs> I don't know. We'll get him back. Yeah, you know what? I don't know. He is in Grand Rapids. So. I mean, I haven't heard from him in, in a couple days, so. <laughs> I talked to him this morning. He's doing fine. Um, he'll get on here soon, but we just need to get our schedules to line up, which is tricky right now. Um, but regardless, we're here. We're going to be entertaining you guys for the next however long we do the show. We'll, we'll figure it out. It's a big weekend this weekend. Huge weekend. We got uh, one of our good buddies, Adam, uh, tying the knot, as they say. As they, as their registry says, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Exciting how, how stuff. How cliche. What a cliche name for that website, thenot.com. Thenot.com. <laughs> they have two registries. I'm still yeah, kind of frustrated. You know what? I did not realize this. You kind of gave me a bit of a surprise when I came to your to the to the studio today. Yeah, I bought. Well, I went to their website and they had uh, two different registries with two different sets of gifts. And I think the one that I picked was the unofficial registry, and the other one was the real registry that they made up later. So now. I have a gift, and I'm not sure if it's what they want, but I think they're getting it anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, I got them something that's not on the registry. It's a piece of crap. It doesn't work. <laughs> Hopefully they work. They are new. I don't understand why they have two registries. That was so surprising. I think one of them was made by mistake. I think Adam got drunk and made one on <laughs> That's my take. Can you imagine? Just getting getting married. It's like getting a little drunk, and you're getting married, and you're like, oh, I really want this. I really want this. Just enter the registry. Let's <laughs> get another one. Why not? <laughs> People are coming. They're going to get us gifts, so just keep adding to it, adding to it, adding to it, and, you know, all of a sudden we have a full house. Yeah. We're fine. You know, that's a good way to get married, I guess. You have a registry, so. It's, it's kind of crazy. He's the first one of our friends to get married. Yeah, I, I'm. It's a big deal. I, you know, it is a big deal. But, yeah. You know, we're all in our mid-20s, getting into our, I guess, late-20s, which is kind of hard to believe. Yeah. You're going to be 27 in a couple months. I know. You know, I'm freaking old. <laughs> I have six months to go. But, yeah, he's the first of our friend group to, to get married. To tie the knot. To tie the knot. Exactly. So um, it's crazy. It really is. But uh, that's going to be a really fun weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, we got uh, party buses. And I don't even know. The, the ceremony's uh, an hour. And then there's just party buses and yeah. receptions. And it you sounds know. like it's just going to be a huge party weekend. <laughs> We have, uh, what was it, the rehearsal dinner on Friday. Yeah, and tomorrow then, night. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Oh, can't wait. So congratulations to Adam and Teresa. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it's they're they're meant for each other. I will say that. I mean the nuptials. <laughs> Isn't that just a crazy word? The nuptials. I don't like saying that word. It sounds dirty. It does sound dirty. Nuptials. <laughs> say it. Uh, congratulations on their nuptials. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's gonna be a fun weekend. But there's a lot of stuff going on in the news. Uh, a lot to get into. Um, big sports weekend coming up as well. Um, we'll get into that in a bit. Um, I'm really surprised that Dog the Bounty Hunter has not caught Brian Laundry. I-, I feel like we've been bamboozled by him because last week we were doing the show and he comes on to these. Uh, he was on cable news. I think he was on CNN or, or one of those stations. And he's like, yeah, we're within a couple hours of him. Me and my team are, are right there. We found where he was. Um, and we have a pretty good idea of where he is now. So we're guessing a couple hours. We will have Brian. Uh, that didn't happen. He didn't find him? Uh, not so much. What happened? I, I don't. He's just full of shit. Who knows? He doesn't <laughs> know what he's talking about. Can he really find Brian? Is that really going to happen by Dog the Bounty Hunter? Give me a break. I, 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 I don't trust him at all. I feel like he's in way over his head. He's a little past his prime, as they say. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be. A little bit? <laughs> Have you seen pictures of him? He looks horrible. He does look horrible. He looks like life has taken its toll on him. <laughs> Whatever life he has... lived hard before this. <laughs> he lived hard. Whatever life has done to dog the bounty hunter, I don't want life to do that to me. <laughs> That's rough. That's rough. So um, he went on TV and lied. So Brian is still not found. Um, Gabby is unfortunately still dead. And, um, <laughs> wow, there's still, it's just a very blunt way of doing it. Well, it? it's true. Still dead. He, he's not found. She's still dead. And they're trying to find him. <laughs> is she, it, am I reading this right? He's still alive. People think he's alive. Cause I would guess he's dead. Well, the thing is, first of all, Brian's a dick. He's a complete asshole. He's a controlling manipulative, manipulative asshole. Okay. And he, and that's been pretty well documented. Um, but on the other hand, he also is somebody who says, like, oh, I could live in the woods for a month and be fine. You know, he's like one of those outdoorsy guys who, who goes out in the woods and hikes for weeks and, you know, survives on very little. That's just, like, who he is. Like, uh, what is this? Um, Into the Wild, the book. Yeah, About sure. the guy who dies in the bus in Alaska. Well, I, sure. I've never That's what I think is going to happen to him, except it's going to be in a bus in Florida. I don't know where he is. Nobody knows where he is. If I knew where he is, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I'd be calling, I don't know, the FBI. What's the what's the what's the uh bounty for him? Do you know? I, I don't know if there's a bounty. I'm looking it up right now. I mean, he's wanted. He's he's <laughs> they charged him like I said last week with uh credit card fraud, which is a federal crime. So he's a wanted man and they want to get him because we we know he did it. I mean, we know he killed Gabby. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, Come on. Come on. Obviously, we have to go through the process, but yeah, you they're got a looking lawyer. for you him. You got a lawyer here. You know, I, so, you know. Guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> yeah, right. The max major. Yeah, give me a break. Thank God that's not the case. <laughs> In most cases. But with Brian, you know, he, we get it. He, he did it. I'm pretty darn sure he did it. I think most people are. So, anyway, he's out and about, but... He's still not found. So is he alive? Is he dead? What happened today? This was just a couple hours ago. Um, but there, 
parent, Brian's parents, Brian's parents and Brian's parents' attorney came out, spoke, and said, Brian's alive, and they're heading out to the suspected hideout. The lawyer, the dad, and police. The lawyer went on Fox News and said, I believe Brian is still in the preserve, uh, referring to the Carlton Reserve, where the missing man's parents told investigators he was going hiking last month. Uh, So, police activity at the Carlton Reserve picked up after several days of scaled-back searches. Um, Brian is believed to have hiked in the preserve on September 13th which is almost a month ago and has been missing ever since. Uh, so the lawyer's out and says, yeah, he's alive. Who knows if that's true or not? I don't know how he knows. Uh, if, if he's Is he talking to Brian? I guess. I, I don't know. Smoke signals? You know, who knows? But that's apparently what he told Fox News. So we'll see what happens. There really hasn't been much development in this story over the past week. It's just... Where's Brian? Where's Brian? That's really all it is. And it's really a shame because, you know, you'd think that Gabby's family and pretty much all of America wants justice to be had with this. I mean, this is a huge story. It was on SNL over the weekend. Got a $180,000 bounty on it. Are you serious? $180,000? I thought it would be more. Jesus Christ. That's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. I thought it would be more. a lot. I, you but know, with the national attention it's getting, uh, I guess I don't know bounty prices. I'm not familiar with the bounty market, so it seems like a lot of money to me. It's crazy though. We'll oh, see. I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't think he's alive. Do you unless, not? unless he's found in the next. Wait, if this article you read where they're going to find him is true, if that's not true and they don't find him and they don't see him soon, I think he's dead. Well, the police and Brian's father are they're heading out to the suspected hideout. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Like I said, not much updates other than that. The only other thing that's going on is um, there's a bunch of these protesters in front of Brian's parents' house. And they're just with signs screaming, yelling, like, justice for Gabby, justice for Gabby. And they have these megaphones. By the way, uh, uh, serious it? issue, shallow thought. Those are great megaphones. I mean, the audio quality sounds fantastic. I'd love to have one of those megaphones. But the police came and said, "Hey, you got to stop using these megaphones. You're you're breaking the like the noise ordinance." So, what's the point? What do they What do they want to accomplish? I don't know. Is that really doing anything? Standing in front of Brian's parents' house yelling? Are they trying to? I mean, it's not <laughs> like they're trying to change something in society. I, well, sure. The justice system just needs to work it out. Are they thinking Brian's parents are going to come out and say, all right, we can't take it anymore. The, the noise is too much. We'll tell you where he is. He's right here. <laughs> he was in the basement the whole time. Yeah, like Balloon Boy. He's in the basement. Here he is. <laughs> Stop. Shut up. Maybe this is a whole Balloon Boy incident. He's. They say he's missing, but no, he's actually in the basement. Just hiding. <laughs> and then the police came after they took the megaphones away. The police came with these noise meters that reads the decibel levels of, of sound. Okay. And they can't go above 80 decibels. But the police are there, and they're like, 84, 84, you can't do this. Oh, my God. We're going to start writing citations. You can't do this. So, you know, I, I don't get why people are wasting their time in front of their house anyway. Yeah, what's the point? Do these people, you know, I honestly, for a lot, you know, 
I'm not anti-protest. I understand the importance of protesting. That's not a protest, though. What are they protesting? They're protesting the murder of Gabby, and they want justice, and they want Brian's parents to talk. Well, it sounds like half of America, the FBI, and Dog <laughs> the Bounty Hunter are on it. But do these people not work? Do they not have jobs? Do they not have no, things to do? Do they not have anything better to do? It's but publicity stunt for them. Hey, let's get out. Let's make these signs. Let's go in front of Brian's parents' home. And just start shouting. And that'll be our day. What a great day. And you know what? Maybe tomorrow we'll do it again. And we'll do it the next day. I don't know. I just don't know why these people get the time. It doesn't make sense to me. What a waste of time. (laughs) They're not accomplishing anything. I do hope they find Brian and bring him back and try him. And if they they convict him, man, I hope he's done for. Absolutely done for. So, we'll keep following it. It's a crazy story. We'll see. Uh, you finally watched Saturday Night Live over the weekend. It was the first episode I've ever watched since we started the podcast. Are you serious? Like, full new episode, yeah. Aren't you a fan of SNL? I mean... Not as much as Alex and you. Really? Yeah. Do you not really get into it? What would uh, you think? I just... I watch football on the weekend, and then well, I don't I have much time on the weekday. It's just... I, I mean, you gotta... I mean... Granted, I usually don't watch Saturday Night Live when it's live. Sometimes yeah. I will, but I'll usually record it and watch it later. I, I was going to try to Saturday night, and I fell asleep. I really did. Oh, well, that happens. Yeah. Once we're in our late 20s, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think, though? What'd you think? Was, somebody... I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I really thought it was a great episode. I, 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 I sent you guys a text, and I was like, are all the episodes like this? Because this <laughs> one was actually hilarious. I thought it was great. Yeah, I they, was I was really impressed. Every single skit hit the from the opening when it was the Joe Biden and the Democrats, and then it was uh, then it was the school board meeting oh and God. the View <laughs> and uh, the Weekend Update was great too. I I thought it was all great. And you finally saw Norm for the first time, probably in you've never seen Norm. Oh yeah, yeah, Norm. Yeah, they did yeah, the highlights. Donald. He, he passed away recently. It was like early yeah. September. Yeah, yeah, he passed away. And yeah, they I talked did about a, on the la- on the last show. Yeah, and they gave a little tribute to him, which was great. He's hilarious. Oh, he, he's he's one of the best. He probably <laughs> is the best in on Weekend Update. Yeah. But as far as actual stand-ups, he is definitely one of the best. Um, but yeah, the the entire episode I thought was really well done. Uh, Owen Wilson hosted, and then... Um, he was a good host. Yeah, he, he did a good job. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, the, the actors usually do a good job. Yeah. Um, who was the musical guest? I'm trying to remember her name. Ooh. She was good. I, I mean, I sped through her, to be honest with I you. I really don't pay much attention to her. Or most musical guests. Uh. It depends who it is. Um, but regardless, I thought it was a good show. I was impressed. I hope it's a good season. However, with that being said... Um, the ratings didn't exactly pan out like they thought it would. Uh, so last year in 2020, when they premiered for their 46th season, they had 8.2 million viewers for their season premiere. And then this year, oh, wow, quite a drop to 4.9 million viewers, like 50%, almost 50%. That's unbelievable. They say that that's the oh. um, biggest slide of audience for the SNL premieres in the history of the show. Really? So, I mean, yeah, an almost 50% drop for the season premiere. That's horrible. I wonder why. Well, you know, honestly, this is maybe a bigger topic. Do people just not watch TV anymore? Are people just not interested in, in live programming or, or TV in general? 
they're, they're just on their phones watching YouTube, listening to podcasts, listening to podcasts. Sure, I mean, there's there's so much content out there that's not just television. So is that maybe part of it? It could be. I I think also. But that wouldn't explain the slide from 2020 because nothing's really changed. People I, have been on their phones for years now. You know. I wonder if they counted streaming services. Yeah, that's the thing. I wonder if they counted the people who watch it on Peacock because that's how I watched it. Peacock's free. I think it's free. And if you, you have Xfinity. It, well, yeah, yeah, but you can get the, like the Plus or just the regular Peacock. Okay. And um, anyway, I watched it on Peacock yesterday so i wonder if they counted those maybe that's why there wasn't so many views it could have been plus no they wouldn't count that i yeah this has got to be just first viewing yeah so maybe there was more than we thought so maybe but i don't know i mean still for it it still represents a big slide i mean regardless yeah i mean people have had streaming services for years as well so i don't know i think i don't know i think part of it is that live tv is kind of changing i think that um like podcasts and other ways of like getting your media, you just have less to get around. Like I don't have to schedule a, sp- I don't have to be there for a specific time to watch yeah. SNL. Well, that's appointment viewing. Yeah. Appointment viewing is not what it used to be. Yeah, people used to sit in front of the TV at like eight o'clock Thursday night. I'm watching this show, or you know, they they had these appointments to watch. That rarely happens anymore. Exactly. Except with sports. Sports is appointment viewing. Um, if you want to watch live news, that's appointment viewing. But if you're watching some show, Saturday Night Live, I'm guilty of it. I, you know, record it, watch it later. No big deal. And that's just how it is now. Another big thing is you avoid a lot of the advertisement. You know, oh, that's huge. like it, like yeah, fast watching live TV is kind of a pain with the advertisements. So I, you know, for the most part, I avoid it that's by true. either listening to it later or watching it later or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, I thought it was a good episode. I do hope that they're as good as this past Saturday going forward. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I, I think a big reason for the slide as well, I, I think your points are valid, but just because there's no election going on, people usually tune into SNL because, oh, there's an election coming up, and they're going to you know make fun of that and, and do all the political stuff that they always do. Yeah. So, well, they still did that. I know, but... The cold open was well, all about the Democrats in office. It's... Well, it's all the cold open's always going to be politics, but when there's an election, people are like, "Oh, I wonder what SNL is going to say about this," and they want to tune in to see, you know, what's going on. They had Jim Carrey doing Biden last year, um, you know, with the election season. It's just bigger during that time, so I'm I'm sure that played at least a, a partial role in that drop. Um, but we'll see. I, I'm I always watch it. I, it's tough for me to miss an, uh, an episode of SNL, and I'll be watching all season. I, I really do love it. Um, and um, once Alex is back here, we'll talk about that with him too. Yeah, who's on? Who's next week? Um, is it Kim Kardashian next week? Let me see. I know she's coming up in October. Um, let's see. Yes, people, Kim Kardashian. People Kim are Kardashian West. People are. Oh, I'm sorry, Kim Kardashian West. It's people are upset bad. about her. Uh, they might be able to work around her. They did a nice job with Elon. I thought he wouldn't do. Yeah. He's not a very. Uh, Social, I don't know. He's just—he's a little—he's a little weird guy. He's a weird and guy. I, I, I would assume Kim Kardashian's a little weird. I don't know. I don't watch her show or anything, so I wouldn't know I think that's too a much. Fair assumption. So they'll have to like work. <laughs> they'll work around her. It, it's gonna be fine. I, people are pissed. Like she's not an actress. She's not a singer. What does she do? You know. What does she do? I don't know. She's a business person. That's a great question. What yeah. does Kim Kardashian do? <laughs> 
I don't know. Open a business and, and sell frozen yogurt or something. Who knows? <laughs> she has a makeup You're line. You're sexist. That's horrible. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry, Donnie. Um, let's see. I, I want to get to some of the um, the football stuff that's coming up. Um, hockey and baseball. Well, hockey and baseball are both kind of big right now. Hockey's starting. Baseball's ending. Um, but be- have you been watching the Red Wings at all? No, I haven't. Um, before we get to that, all I want to mention is that I saw this a couple hours ago. Huel Perkins is retiring. Um, everyone knows Huel Perkins on Channel Two. He's been the anchor there since what did they say? Like the eighties, eighty-seven, maybe. As long as I can remember, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's happening. But he's sixty-seven years old. And um, this is from Deadline Detroit. Nothing's been confirmed other than this report from Deadline Detroit, which is, I don't know, a little weird that there's no other information about it. Um, But, yeah, that's the word. He's going to be leaving um, the local news. And uh, the other story is that Monica Gale might be, too. That was in the story. There's no confirmation there. But that's uh, his co-anchor. Um, they do the 10 and 11 o'clock news. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a, a big blow to the market. Do you ever watch Let It Rip? And I probably don't know why I'm asking because I'm sure the answer is no. Jeez. Give do me a little you, bit do, more credit than that. Uh, do you ever watch Let It Rip then? No. Okay. Uh, Let It Rip. <laughs> <laughs> Let It Rip is cool because they do Let It Rip. It's a segment on the uh, Channel 2 News um, from – 10 30 to 11 o'clock on thursday nights um except this week it was wednesday night because the football game's tonight and it's on channel two. Oh yes anyway let it rip is with huel perkins charlie langton who by the way has my dream job charlie first of all a great dresser so is huel but they're great dressers do you know who charlie langton is he's yes, the of he's the attorney on channel two he does all the cool stories he's always <laughs> out in the field doing something i love the way he talks he, t- he talks like this he's great <laughs> he's real energetic but he does let it rip with huel on thursday nights and they have a panel of guests and they're getting into like the one or two hot issues political issues social issues of the week and they go back and forth it's a shouting match pretty much but it's great tv yeah. So I, I love watching Let It Rip. So I, I implore you at some point before Huel retires, watch an episode of Let It Rip, and I think you'll be entertained. If you're interested in any legal stuff, local news, or big political issues, or big social issues, they tackle everything. It's it's worth a watch. So I, do I, it I, soon. Impl- I implore you to check it out. Yeah. Before the year ends. It's tough when you don't have cable. You don't need cable. Um, local news is free on their website. Oh, okay. So there you go. Just stream it live and you're fine. So ch- all right. just ask. All right. All right. You've sold out. me. You've sold me. Let it rip is a fun show. We're, it's a fun watch. 1030 on Thursdays, unless there's a football game, then it's 1030 Wednesdays. We're making steps this week. We did, you know, SNL. That's big. We'll try something else this week. That, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big jump. We know how busy Zach is and, uh, you know, it's, it's a big jump. Are you doing Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> all right um so we have another fun weekend of football coming up by the way um u of m four and oh aren't they four and oh now four and oh five and oh five and oh five and oh five and oh oh shit they played five games uh u of m beat wisconsin last weekend 38 to 17 it was a huge domination. I thought Wisconsin was right. Oh no, you were no, no four five and zero. Oh. You were five right. and zero. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so you were right. 
Yeah, it was right. So I stand corrected. I apologize. They had 38-17 domination, complete domination over an unranked Wisconsin. Did you watch it? I I watched bits and pieces, but I was pretty busy on Saturday. Yeah, I was busy too. I was up in East Lansing. Oh, how was that? It was a good time. Did you have fun? It was homecoming, right? Yeah, it was homecoming. Went up. We saw my brother. Um, what year is he now? He's a junior. He's a junior already? Yeah. I felt like he just left for Michigan State. That's crazy. He turns 21 uh, on November 1st. November 1st? Yeah. Are you going up there to buy him some drinks? Um, I think so. Uh, well, the thing is, is he, have, he has plans with his friends and it's also U of M weekend, and it's also Halloween weekend. Oh, jeez. I used to come down to Michigan State for those weekends. I would yeah. be down there every single year for Halloween. That's an awesome weekend for him. It's one of the best. This is, it's one of the best weekends at Michigan State, would you have to say? The, yeah, the Halloween, Halloween weekend. And the U of M Michigan State yeah. game. Absolutely. But a lot of times, those two events Coincide. line up in the same weekend, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is like one of the best weekends of the year. Absolutely. So that's a blast. He's going to have so many. I know. I told him. <laughs> I told him. I said, Michael. There is a storm coming, and there is nothing you can do to stop it. <laughs> it is over. <laughs> the first is actually a Monday, and he was like telling me, he's like, well, I have class the next day. And I was like, Michael, what, what are you doing? You turned 21 once, right? He's actually one of the youngest uh, in his friend group, too. So he'll actually have really? friends to go. Yeah, yeah. Because normally you'd be the oldest if you had uh, you know, a birthday in November. But... Um, He's one of the youngest in his friend group, so they'll actually be able to take him out. And I'm like, you got to go. You got to go to the bars, have a good time. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. <laughs> they, He's going to have so much fun. Yeah, but the problem He's is... He's not going to be able to go to the bars during the weekend. No, but after. Well, sure. I mean, you go to the Halloween parties on, I know. Uh, during that week anyway, so that's okay. That's I, true. You're not really going out to the bars that much. There's tons of parties going on. Yeah. I maybe yeah, he's gonna have a blast. I, I think I'm gonna maybe I'll go up on the Monday. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has class. I don't. I might have that Tuesday off. We'll see. Maybe I'll join you. If, if you Let's if do you need, it. If you need a person to go. All right, all right. We're gonna go up. We're we're taking over East Lansing. <laughs> Monday, November first. You guys can join us if you want. We'll probably be at Harper's. I'm sure there will be a stop at Rick somewhere along the line. I haven't been East Lansing in a while. Yeah. Man, it's, it's changed a lot, actually. Has it really? Yeah, yeah. How so? How has East Lansing changed? There's a huge, there's huge uh, apartment buildings everywhere, like these what? huge sky rises. Oh, yeah, gentrified like crazy. They, well, I think they finally figured <laughs> out that forty thousand people go to that university, and there's yeah. no housing in East Lansing, and so they built like I don't know, like three or four high rises of apartments. Where is this again? Right on uh, Grand River there. Right on Grand River. Yeah, like by Harpers. Yeah, like right above uh, Luha's and, you oh. know, like right right above Rick's, actually. I think no like right kidding. there. Yeah, yeah. They also, uh, there's like a huge Target. There's just a lot more like going on across the street on Grand River now. In terms man, of like man. not just bars, they're not just, it's like, I don't know, just like stores and shops and stuff. Is is Grand River still the, the spot to be like the... the yeah, for, I mean, that's where the bars are, yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's not going to change then. Yeah. Well, that's a blast. That's going to be a blast. Yeah. I can't believe how much it But it was a fun weekend. Um, You didn't go to the game, though, did you? No, no. I ended up driving home during the game. I had to listen to George Blaha. I hate <laughs> listening to George Blaha. I don't Not know how he's... How old is he now? I don't know. I'll look it up. He does his... He does the Pistons, too. He does the Pistons. He does Michigan State basketball. He does Michigan State football. He's 76 years old. He's... Man, he's still doing I like it. him better on basketball. Because he does, he he's more descriptive on what's going on, but he's so 
slow on describing <laughs> what's happening in the game. As slow as Lomas Brown? I don't know. I haven't listened to Lomas Brown. Do you listen to Lions on the radio ever with Dan Miller? Yeah, yeah. Dan Miller does a great job. Well, Lomas is the color commentator. Yeah, but... It, the, That's Dan, a great play, Dan. Really good effort from the defense But the difference there. is he's a color commentator. You want Dan Miller does a great job describing oh, no the game about and it. what's going on. Like He does a great job. You can actually like picture in your head... Okay, this is what's actually happening with I'm George. I'm not arguing that. But the problem with George is... He's the play-by-play guy, George. Yeah, yeah. And George, he'll, like, describe it as he's going along, and he'll just be like, and here's Jalen Reed taking it to the 20. He's still on his feet going down to the 10. And you're like, he's already in the end zone, George. You can't... There's no way Jalen Reed is running this 40 in, like, 50 <laughs> seconds. And, uh... So I, I I didn't like I, I had to listen to the first quarter of, as George Blaha, and that was that not was a tough. fan, not a fan. But the game was well. We were up like twenty one to three. So what was the final score? Who wait, who were they playing? What was the final score? Yeah, so they played Western Kentucky and on homecoming. Okay. Uh, the final score was forty eight to thirty one. To be honest with you, I don't think the score was as uh, it was not that close. It was the score does not indicate how. Um, I can't believe they put up 31 my, points on them. Well, I was you, shocked. Have you heard about Western Kentucky? Not A lot much. of people who don't know about football have not heard about Western Kentucky was the number 10 offense in the NCAA going into that weekend. They have like this air raid offense. It's actually... They, Sounds like a bit of an excuse. Well, I mean, they, <laughs> sure. They, a bit of an excuse. They also... They also uh, Indiana, they played them the week before that, and it went down to uh, last minute, last second field goal with Indiana the week before. So this... This Western Kentucky team was very good. They put up like 500 yards of passing offense. So they're not just some shithole team. They're kind of legit. Yeah, they at least their offense, not their defense. Okay. Absolutely not their defense. <laughs> um, if it helps, it at the th- end of the third quarter, it was 42 to 16, and then there was I. To be honest with you, I was I watching. Took their foot off the gas. A little bit. Did they put some third stringers in there or something? And that and the refs just decided to call everything. And it was oh. just for, for both sides. It wasn't only Western Kentucky getting calls or whatever, but it, it was just like a horrible fourth quarter to watch. Everyone just wanted the game to end. Oh, so, yes, Detroit style. Very nice. But I, I think the big news is that with U of M winning in dominant fashion over Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh they well, hold on. I do have to give Jim Harbaugh some credit here. It was oh! his first what? It was the first game they played away can, from can home. Can we save the audio of that, by the way? That's crazy that you first just said that. First game away from home this season, they win. It was the first win in Madison since, like, 2007. And it was the first win as an underdog for Jim Harbaugh. It was the first win as an underdog? As an underdog. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Jim Harbaugh has never won as an underdog until this Wisconsin game. No way. Uh, and gentlemen, presenting the 235-member Michigan Marching oh, Band. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Please don't. I will the smash field. this. <laughs> oh, the number of times you play the Spartan fight song. Uh, maybe I should play it right now. You're just giving Jim Harbaugh credit. This is great. No, I... Under the direction of Professor... Oh, can we get to the as song? As much credit... As God much... damn it. What is this? This is, they have a really long intro to their like full fight song. Their oh. full fight song is like two and a half minutes. It sounds like, I don't know. I mean, you only know the, I'm not, I, I can't say it hurts me. You, you actually probably have to turn this off. It's this, this is the beginning part that. This is know. hurting my ears. Oh my God. 
Intro, nobody That's knows enough. it. We'll get to it. Come on. Hey, you know what? We the number of times you play the Sparks. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're giving Jim Harbaugh some credit. Yes. As it's a it's a miracle. Why? Well, Listen, I think for years we've been on his back, and when you finally accomplish something that you probably should have done, you know, seven years ago, we got to give him credit where it counts, right? Better late than never. Um, <laughs> this was the most, this was the most embarrassing thing that he could have done. <laughs> Him driving with a yellow Corvette on U of M. Hey, a maze Corvette. Custom painted maze. They uh And then we're gonna lose every single year. Well, we're just I, gonna lose, lose, lose. This was in twenty sixteen. In one in one caveat to the win, I think that the Wisconsin offense Oh, here is, we go. A little jab. You gotta give them a jab. Might be the worst offense they face <laughs> all year. Have you seen Graham Mertz? No. The Wisconsin I quarterback. No, no, no. Before the Michigan, before the Michigan game, I don't know about after the Michigan game, but before the Michigan game, he had thrown more passing touchdowns to the opposite team, like more pick sixes than passing touchdowns to his own teammates. Oh, you told me that last show. Yeah. Oh my God, what this a guy, disaster! Not very good. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. I don't. I, I again. I don't think. There's not, it's not a big, you know, uh, one to hang your hat on. I don't yeah. think so. I think that one might be coming up. So we'll see. Uh, they move up to number nine in the polls. Michigan State's now number 11. Okay. Um, wait, wait. Michigan's number nine? Michigan's number nine, yeah. Okay. Top 10. We basically have two top 10 teams in the state right now. Yeah, that's awesome. It is awesome. Well, the Spartans at number 11. Um, but they both got wins in. I'll be honest with you, I didn't go to either school. We all know that I went to Michigan Tech and then Detroit Mercy. I want both teams to be good. I love it when both teams in the state are good. I, I yeah. hate Ohio State. That's fine. I don't mind Michigan State. I probably lean a little more Wolverines. You've known that. A little bit. It's how I've grown up. It's tough. I, he I'm has not somebody. amazing blue underwear on right now. <laughs> it's very difficult to me for me to change alliances. Little banana hammock. <laughs> Shut up. My God. God, give me a break. <laughs> He's blushing. You guys can't see it. <laughs> I can't change alliances. It's tough. I've grown up rooting for U of M my whole life, and then all my friends go to Michigan State. They're all state fans. I can't just switch teams and oh, I'm gonna start, start rooting for state. I, I can't. It's not in me to do it. I just can't. So it's fine. It's just it's just how I am. But like I said, I. I don't mind when Michigan State wins. That's fine. I don't care. I just want Ohio State to lose. Yeah. I want both Michigan teams to be good. And now that we have a really, really good matchup, hopefully coming up for the Michigan-Michigan State game, I'm we'll pumped, see. man. I'm yeah. pumped. That's going to be awesome. U of M plays Nebraska in a night game tonight. And Nebraska... Tonight? No, not tonight. So in a night game Saturday night. On Saturday. Okay. Yeah. The ninth. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And... In Nebraska. How's in Nebraska, Nebraska doing? Nebraska's not doing well in terms of record, but a lot of people are pick the line is only three to are favorite they, Michigan and I think Nebraska has two wins this season or something so like that. So they're not ranked. 
No, absolutely not. They were actually, everyone thought they were miserable, but their defense is actually, since the Michigan State game, really stepped up. Okay. So it, it, it might be a tough game for U of M in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska this weekend, so we'll see about that. What about the Spartans? Uh, Spartans play Rudigers. <laughs> Rudigers. Rutgers. On, uh, the Rudy Rudigers! At noon. So, I, I mean, right during the wedding, and I don't know what we're going to have to do about that. I thought they planned the wedding to avoid this. Well, the, the ceremony's at 2. Did something happen? And there's a noon game. Did something happen? Yeah, I, I thought they did, too. I don't. I mean, maybe we, they changed we, the schedule or something. I, like, a year ago, when the schedule came out, they're like, we're waiting for the Spartans football schedule to come out, then we're going to schedule the wedding, and it's out, and it's like, okay, we're going to make it for October 9th! And now, now the Spartans are playing at noon? I know. So, what's going on? I don't know. I they some, who dropped the ball? What what happened? We need I, an explanation. I don't. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to bring Adam on here, and we're gonna have to have a real talk about this next. Should week. we give him a call? We can. <laughs> uh, that's okay. I don't want to embarrass we'll, him. We'll just. Well, that's okay. I'm just gonna watch with my phone when we're standing up yeah, in the right. wedding. I'll just have it at my <laughs> side. Can you imagine? <laughs> I could see you doing that. Though. I told I told them I, told I could see Adam doing that. <laughs> I told him I was gonna have like a VR headset on, so I could just like <laughs> sit there and like stand. But I, you know, I can't really see it. What if the um the the person officiating the ceremony would kind of throw in a little play by play every every? Oh, minute. that'd be like, great. You know, he, it's a full mass, I believe. Unless it was George. <laughs> so no, I'm, it's a full mass, so the priest would be able to do this, right? Yeah, you know, play by play. Right. You know, he's he's going through the ceremony, and then you know, every minute he's like. And the Spartans just made a 13-yard play to get to the um, defense's thir- or 12-yard line or something. Rudiger's is Rudiger's is 50-yard line. They don't have a 50-yard line. The 50-yard line, for God's sake. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. That'll be a fun game, I'm sure. Yeah, we're, um, I think both teams are hoping for an undefeated matchup on the 30th. Okay. Wouldn't that be unreal? Yeah, that would be wild. It'd be almost be worth going to East Lansing that weekend. Almost. 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 Do you know what time the game's at? Or is it still... I, I think it's still to be determined. Decided. It's it's probably not going to be at night. It's usually not. I know they did it for one year, but usually those games are a noon game. Can you imagine if it was a night game? It'd be yeah. wild. It'd be absolutely wild. <laughs> that weekend, holy shit. <laughs> God, I wish I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> Some good memories on those Halloween weekends, <laughs> especially when the the Wolverines were in town. <laughs> you actually got lucky because there was something weird going on with the schedule between um, Michigan and Michigan State, and for three of your four years, uh, the games were in East Lansing. Yeah, wasn't that weird? Why why well, would they change something? What do you mean not for you? No, I thought they were split. No, they they did it back to back one year because they changed. Uh-huh. They may have like changed the divisions or oh, something. Oh yeah, I yeah, the realignment. Yeah, they realigned it, and then it's like, oh well, for whatever reason, it's gonna be back to back in East Lansing. Yeah, I think it was like freshman and, and sophomore year. I think I think you're right. Yeah. So that was crazy, and then I believe junior year was in Ann Arbor, and then back to East Lansing for their senior year. It was a great, great. I, we were at the pinnacle of spartan sports <laughs> when i was in school i remember one of the times i was in east lansing and the the spartans were away i think they're in um at ohio state and it was a last second field goal yeah, that, yeah yeah remember that the, game the, um, whatever that was you remember what i'm talking about I forget his name we were in your apartment the we're, windmill game where the the kicker made yeah, it and yeah, he's yeah. running down and exactly. he like did the windmill <laughs> and then on live tv the the um 
the interviewers asking him about the the kick and he's like i lined it up and i fucking made it like right on live tv (laughs) isn't that the best when somebody just drops an f-bomb on live tv (laughs) nothing you can do about it it's just hilarious (laughs) no we apologized with the foul language oh who cares (laughs) but we were in your apartment watching the game and he's like he he makes the kick which was a a shocker because it was a I, it was like a 50-yard kick or something. It was pretty good. And it was one of Ohio State's best teams they yeah. ever had. And then you guys are going nuts. Like, oh, my God. And then I think we went to the hockey game that night, too. It was like a 3.30 like game, and and then we went to the hockey game. Yeah. And then you guys were just on fire that whole night. <laughs> just on fire. It was unbelievable. Hey, I heard it's a lot more active up in East Lansing when you have a, when you have a good football team, you know? It's just a of lot more fun is. to be there. I, I wonder how... I wonder how the student body has changed, if at all, compared to when you were there and now. Like, are they more crazy? Are they less crazy? Because, like, back in the 90s and, and, you know, the early 2000s, I mean, I just heard so many stories about people just burning couches like crazy (laughs) and people just going nuts. And it seems like it tamed down when you were there. Has it gotten more tame? Like, is it... Do you think it's gotten less crazy? I don't know too much because my brother doesn't go to the bars. He's not really a big partier. So I yeah. don't, from that standpoint, I think it's a lot different because, I mean, I was walking around on campus and he had, I mean, he had his freshman year on campus yeah. and his sophomore year was cut short because of COVID. Is he in the dorms and right now? No, he's, he has a house off campus. Oh, okay. So I was like telling him things about campus and I was like, wow, really? it's kind of weird. Yeah. Like I know more about campus than, you know, he does. Well, he did have a weird experience yeah. last year. And it makes sense. It makes sure. sense. And I'm, I'm just like, wow, you guys like, it's almost like you don't know the school. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where you go. How about this? Has, when you were there, what was like the place to go in, in terms of the bar? In terms of the bar? Zach! Oh, jeez, oh, I'm sorry. Amateur sorry. hours. Uh, I just got an invite to a <laughs> final spookastic scaraboola Halloween anza. I don't even, I can't even well, say How it. can you pass that up? Uh, I think I'm going to have to go. Everybody who's listening, feel free to reach out. I'm sure you're invited too. What was the hot bar? Was it was it Harper's? For us? Didn't it change? No, like I don't think it was. Year? Didn't I, it change to go to um, um, Lou's or... Um, to, uh, not uh, what am I thinking? Luhas. Luhas. Luhas was, was pretty in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was well, different. There were different crowds at every bar you went to. And it depended on the night as well. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there were $2 pitchers at, at uh, Fieldhouse or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was the third, or the buckets. It was the buckets at Fieldhouse. Wasn't Jersey Day's one thing or something? Yeah, yeah. The yeah the $2.50 pitchers. That's what I'm thinking. Rama. Okay. Thursday's oh, Rama. Rama. That's yeah. right. Is that still going on? Yeah, yeah. They actually moved it from more than just thursdays because there's always thursdays at noon and yeah. you, i mean you're what's supposed with, to have, what's wrong with that you're supposed to have class then i don't yeah. most people just yeah. find a way to rama and then uh but they actually moved it to saturday too so, so now. It's, is it still on thursday though yeah it's thursday and saturday now wow i mean it was the only night that that bar was filled though no one else went the other nights is there a new bar right now that you've heard of that's like the, the place to go that really wasn't around when you were there or no is it, i don't think so no. i think harper's has really picked up in terms of popularity, yeah. so I don't. It used to be. I mean, Dublin had its nights. Rick's Rick's was the place to go. Was Sticky it really? Ricky's. Yeah, of course. What it a, was. You always ended the night at Rick's. Was is that the place they have a location in Ann Arbor as well? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've been to Rick's many times. We always used to go to Rick's. Of course. That was the. I've always probably been to Rick's. Rick's more than any other bar in East Lansing. I would imagine. Of course. So okay. 
Well, there we go. We got a weekend full of um, college football. Are there any other good games this weekend that you know of? This weekend? Yeah, like any oh, big matchups. Yeah. Penn State, Iowa. Big oh, game. Oh, what's what do you know the big rankings? Game for the Big Ten. Uh it's like number four, number five. Oh man. Yeah, it's a really big game in the Big Ten, actually. That's gonna be awesome. Yep, yeah. Let me see. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, number oh actually no, better than that. Number four, number three. Oh my god. And it's in uh I'm sure that's national. National game. Four PM. Oh, four PM game? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I like the 4 p.m. start. Where is it? Why can I not remember where Iowa is? The game is. It's in Iowa. It's, it's in uh, Iowa. I want to say it's not Lincoln. Why do I keep thinking Lincoln? I'm thinking of Nebraska, man. Yeah, I know. Um, nah, Iowa's a pretty small state. If you're in the state, you'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> How can I not think of this name? I'm just going to bug you. I, I have to look it up. If only we had the internet. That's why we have to. <laughs> um, Iowa City. Just Iowa City. It is Iowa City. Sweet mother of God, what is the holdup? So it's in Iowa City. They're going to wave to the, the children's hospital before the game is played. It's going to be great. It, it's something to really look forward to, actually. All right. Well, there we go. That's going to be the game of the weekend, then. It has to be. It has it's to be. It's a great matchup. Yeah, okay. I wonder if game day will be there. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I wonder where they are. Uh, Whatever. I'll look it up. We can figure it out later. Anyway, okay. So, um, the... Uh, by the way, have you been watching any Red Wings? Because I really have. No, I, I have a fantasy hockey draft tonight. I was kind of peer pressured into joining fantasy hockey. My brother does it. My dad does it. They're in this league. I did it a while ago. I couldn't get into it. Yeah. Um. Man, it must have been like seven or eight years ago. I tried it. I, I just wasn't into it. I love fantasy football, but fantasy hockey just it's just different. But they needed another player this year, and they were kind of badgering me. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it. So I just got my draft tonight. Um, I should start paying a little more attention. <laughs> Have you been watching it all? No, I've I've seen like Mo uh, Schneider's been playing and yeah. Raymond's been playing. I've seen they've scored some goals. I have a, I follow their Twitter. Oh yeah, so it always pops up whenever they score or whatever. I I think they've been doing pretty well from what I remember. Um, it's only preseason, so none of these games actually count. Right, exactly. By the way, game days in Dallas for the Cotton Bowl. Uh. Oklahoma versus Texas. It's not the Cotton Ugh, Bowl. I hate that. Is Oklahoma, it, Texas. Texas is horrible. It's not the Cotton Bowl. Why is it saying Cotton Bowl? It's because it's the location of it's the in, Cotton Bowl. Yeah. It's, it's in, in the Jerry's Jerry world. world. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> wow. Minnesota. Well, there we go. So Oklahoma number six versus number 21, <laughs> Texas. Um, anyway, yeah, it's preseason right now for the Red Wings. Um, I'm looking forward to hockey. I mean, obviously hockey's probably eh, – number one or two for me between that and football it's very tough i think it's a very good yeah it's right up there so um the, it's a big year on. it's a big year for the wed wings yeah but the, the wed wings wed wings okay Sorry. Kwame. I, cannot, I cannot talk today we you know with what? the wed wings we need that drop we're gonna play <laughs> but they um i i think this is a big year for them to like take a step forward and stop being you know the bottom tier of the nhl are they going to make the steps they need to be a better team this year? I I really hope so. I think the Tigers did that this year. So now you just we got to hope that the uh, Lions and the Pistons. Hey, you looking for it right now. The beer is on me. God bless you. Go win, win. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to play this whole That's exactly thing. Exactly what I said. This was from 2008 at the Red Wings parade. Tommy Kilpatrick. Kwame's speaking, and he's being booed. Hello, Hockey Town! 
to the home of Chris Osgood. Welcome to the home of Zetterberg. Welcome to the home of Mike Babcock. Mike Welcome Babcock. to the home he doesn't of have the a Detroit home Red Wings. <laughs> and I'll tell you this, because we're all here together and you're all having a good time, the beer is on me. God bless you. Go Red Wings. Go Red Wings. <laughs> Ridiculous. Booed off the stage. That was pretty bad. Just reminded me of Kwame. They just won the Stanley Cup, and you yeah. got a reaction like that. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, they got a lot to prove this year. My my brother is. You know, we should get my brother on the phone one of these shows because he follows everything hockey like crazy. Um, I mean, minor league stuff. He's saying that this year he he, he thinks they're going to be bad again. He wants one more year of them being bad. Then it's time to go like turn it around and hopefully have a team ready who can really succeed. Yeah. Uh, so that's his thought. I want them to be good. I mean, obviously. I don't know as much as he does about the Red Wings, but... The um, Wed Wings. The, the Wed Wings, excuse me. Uh, so I guess we'll see. I, I want to get him on the show, but, uh, yeah, he's predicting another year that's going to be pretty bad. He wants another high draft pick, and then kind of at that point they'll be in... You know, in shape to go for a really, really, really good stretch of seasons. Yeah, well, I, they had a pretty good run at the end, if I remember. Yeah, they I, played pretty well, and then and Ryan, well, the top goal scorer that they had, yeah. for most of the season was injured. Yeah, I so know. I know we there's there's potential for them to actually be better this year. They but, had a lot of injuries last year. Well, they the one I'm trying I'm blanking on his name. Who got injured from the Red Wings? This like, Vra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's out, which was like going to be their top prospect. Yeah. Oh no no no! He was in the trade from the no, Nationals. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. Oh, I'll find it. The uh, the opening day is in a week, by the way. It's they play the Lightning. Oh, you're right, Verana. Oh, Verana, yeah. Yeah, he's out four months for the Red Wings uh, with a shoulder injury. So it's that's a big blow. He'll be back at the end. I think well, the, I know, they'll bring the prospects up. Months. They'll bring some of the prospects up this year. We've heard so much about Snyder yeah. and, and Raymond and all of them that I think it's time to see them actually play. I agree. I'm looking forward to it. Um, okay, but what's going on with the NFL this weekend? I want to get into the little. Uh, you want to get into action. the Lions? Yeah, back let's into get the <laughs> back into football with a little of the Leones. By the way, um, God, I'm, I shouldn't have even brought it up. But there was one quote that Dan Campbell said over the weekend. Uh, you don't know like, it? No, I don't know it. So I don't even know why I'm talking about it. <laughs> what a disaster. But it was an example of him, like a first little instance of him being lionized. Oh, I know what it was. It was when he was complaining about the media. He complained about the media. He's yeah. like, well, I'm sure you guys are going to have a in his lot defense, more to say. In his defense, I think they are being super annoying. They're getting annoyed when he goes for it on fourth down, and then they're getting annoyed when he doesn't go for it on fourth down. And the end of the day, they're a really shitty team that is (laughs) 0-4, and there's really nothing anyone could do about it except Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia. But it's not the media's fault. I mean, every person in the media is going to have a different opinion. There's tons of people in the press conference, and that's also not a Detroit-specific thing. If If there's a play that is very divisive that people can say one way or the other, and we're talking about the fourth and one, where they went for it. They could have kicked the very short field goal. Well, look, that they one. went for had, it. They he... airmailed it, um, and and that was that. And well, they turned it over. Can on I downs. can I say one thing? Yeah, go ahead. Golf airmailed it. Okay? Golf airmailed it. Yeah, he, Goff, not, the Goff guy is was terrible. The 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 player was open. I think he dropped it, if I remember correctly. I think he had it in his fingertips. Yeah, and... it was a bad throw. It was a bad throw. It was a bad attempt at the catch. 
And there was another wide open. Quintus Cephas was running across the middle wide open. Oh, was play. he? Yeah. I didn't know that. It was, honestly, I don't know. It, the, the play call, maybe you could get upset with him. I don't know. Valenti was pissed they went for it, though. Well, the lo- He was pissed. The logic is if you kick the field goal, you can get the ball back and still score and still have a chance to t- like tie the game if you kick the field goal. But if you go for it on fourth down and you don't make it, you're still down by two scores with four minutes to go, and you can't make it. And the logic is there. I understand but it. But isn't there also logic behind going for it, saying, like, the numbers make sense, whatever statistics? On fourth and, on fourth and one, most teams are able to make a fourth down. And yeah. One. So the numbers were in their favor that they were going to get the In terms down. of that, yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, but the logic... So that's the other side of the coin, though. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Because if they go for it and make it, hopefully get a touchdown at the end of the play or the, the next three or four plays where they where they go into the end zone, they're they, going to have a lot better position to actually win the game. Yeah. And he was kind of taking a risk. I think Dan Campbell knows the team's kind of shit and I he's think, trying to make a little bit of a bold play. Yeah. So I... I understand what Valeni was saying, but I think he was overreacting. I don't think it was that big of a deal. I think a lot of people are overreacting. The team is 0-4 and really bad, and I think that the media needs to come up with something to talk about, and people like Valeni need to be polarizing because that's who they are. That's his shtick. Yeah, Yeah. and in order to make a good show, you have to do that. So I think a lot of people are kind of like, ooh, is Dan Campbell turning into (laughs) you know the next Lions failure? I don't think we can judge him. I, well, I, I don't like him saying that about the media. I think that's bullshit. I don't think I don't, it had coach honestly, to do that. Because I think that's a classic lionized example. I honestly agree with him, though. They're really annoying. They're, but, they, that, but so what? Think about the think media. Of, then think all about media this. is annoying. But think that's about how it this. is. Think about this. Okay, they had the Green Bay game where they got mad at him for not being aggressive enough for going for it on fourth down. Or not going for the end zone at the end of the half. Yeah. And then they got mad at him for... Calling the, like, being, was it too aggressive? Or not aggressive enough on the Ravens when they only sent three to blitz on that fourth and 19. And now they're getting mad at him for being too aggressive and going for it on that fourth and one when he probably shouldn't. I I also think that they're nitpicking, like, small things that a terrible team, this team is going to be an own four no matter what. I mean, no one expected them to be maybe three and one, or one and three, excuse me. No one expected them to be winning lots of games. Yeah, and nitpicking all these losses is going to make it seem worse. Because they lost. They're always going to be a negative spin on it. I, I'm not judging Dan Campbell on those plays. If I was in the media, I wouldn't go after him on that. So that's fine. I understand what you're saying. But I just don't. I just hate that response from Dan Campbell. I think it's just kind of, you know, you, you ignore it and focus on other things. I think everybody in Detroit is taking the uh, the beating that we're going to get this year. I think a lot of us didn't understand what a horrible foot te- football team would be until we're, like, watching it now. Can we even judge Dan Campbell yet, or is it too early? I don't, I'm not. I don't want to judge. I think it's too early. I think it's definitely too early. I think it's way too early. And I, I think people who are judging him are too... I don't know, like Valeni in that case or Rico. Well, they're like polarizing. You said, they gotta make a show. They exactly. gotta make a show. It's they're either being polarizing for the purpose of being polarizing, or they're being unfair. You know, honestly, just, between you and me, it's one of the reasons why I don't listen to him as much as I used to. I I don't think it's real radio. I think it's a little bit like you know fake for the purposes of being fake or trying to drum up a little controversy or trying to maybe have a very hot take or something why can't they just do real radio normal radio i think they do they have 
I mean, they have their skits. I, I do not like when they talk about the Lions because Rico sucks about talking about the Lions. He sucks about talking about everything. He sucks about talking. He's good at Michigan State. He's bad. I will say he's bad with Michigan. I think he's a little unfair to Michigan. I think he's a, may, probably too unfair to Michigan State in the wrong, like, towards being too good to them. Yeah, he's too positive. Um, he's way, the thing that really drives me nuts about him, though, is he has no reason to be so negative about the Lions. And he's just so awful. He's to a them. negative person in general about almost every topic, but he's except Michigan State. He's so awful toward the Lions. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. like he, they like I don't know kicked him in the nuts when he was younger or something. <laughs> I, I can't understand it. He hates Stafford. He hates the Lions like draft picks and who they are and everything they do. And it drives me absolutely nuts. We're gonna kick you in the teeth. Yeah, Dan Campbell needs to go kick him in the teeth. Now, I understand what you're saying. It's it's. I just miss Sully. <laughs> I know. It, I thought sometimes Sully was I one of the too. best part of the show. He was. He he did bring a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. I understand what you're saying. Um. Regardless, I think it's still too early to judge Dan Campbell. I'm not going to do that right now. I agree. Um. I but agree. it was. I agree. Where's that drop? <laughs> um. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I agree. Do you I ever, agree? Do you ever catch yourself saying the drops like oh, yeah. in everyday life? All the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and, and, and then I'll say it, and you know, my somebody who doesn't listen to the podcast like won't yeah. understand what I'm talking about. I'll just be like, I agree. In, in the spirit of full disclosure, I do listen to the Drew and Mike podcast every day. That's my podcast that I love, and that's what really inspired me to do this right now. And they're the drop. Kings. I, I don't know if you ever listened to Drew and Mike much, but they no, they, they play drops like crazy. Like that's their thing. They play a drop every like ten seconds. So mm-hmm. I'll be doing the same with with Drew and Mike drops. I'll be saying these drops, and nobody knows what I'm talking <laughs> about. But it's great. It's exactly the same thing. Um, but anyway, um, I don't know. They're zero four. So who are they playing this weekend? The Vikings. The Vikings in Minneapolis. Yeah, Lions are not favored. No, eight point favorites. Eight points to the, the Vikings, Vikings are eight point yeah. favorites. Jesus Christ! Uh, they're not going to go zero seventeen, are they? They could. I mean, is it is it time to start talking about that? It might be, maybe not. The time first to talk- team to go zero and seventeen. Don't judge Dan Campbell yet, but maybe time to start talking about this. Just, just there's no way. Just win one, please. They they're going to get I a think fluky. They they're going to get some fluky win. Absolutely. Um. And okay. Then, are you watching uh, the game tonight? Oh, yeah. The Rams? Oh, Are yeah. you a Stafford fan? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really think I'd say that, but I... It's fun to watch him when he's good and on a good team. It's, what can I say? You know, I, I know I said at the beginning of the season, like, I'm, I'm going to root for the Rams to lose. That's fine. And I I do want them to lose because I'd like the Lions to have a good draft pick, but I can't help myself rooting for Stafford. I know. I can't help myself. It's fun to watch. And, yeah, I'm going to be watching tonight Rams versus Seahawks, and uh, I'll be rooting for Stafford. It's fun. That's awesome. I'm pumped for tonight's game. I'm pumped. And I'm glad we're doing the show early so I can get my my shit done before the (laughs) game, be ready, and watch the game. That's going to be a good game, too, Rams, Seahawks. (laughs) I'm a huge – I think my team this year is actually the Rams. I've just, like, the the Lions are – They're too good. they're too good. I know the Lions are so bad, and the Rams are so good, and they I have know. Stafford now. I think, it, and I don't even care if it affects our draft pick. Like the Lions sucked for sixty years. This one yeah. draft pick position is not going to affect it, and I don't care what the people say. Oh, you have to root against them. Nah, screw that. Who cares? The Lions suck, and they will forever. Um, <laughs> Urban Meyer. What's the latest with Urban Meyer? Um, for those who don't know, do you want to tell the story? Yeah, so after their Thursday night loss to Cincinnati, 
Jacksonville Jaguars coach, uh, Urban Meyer, most famously known for his time at Ohio State and Florida, um, decided to take a break away from his team and go to a bar he owned in Columbus, Ohio. It's his steakhouse. It's a steakhouse. It is his steakhouse in Columbus. Right. Well, he's a celebrity. I mean, everyone in Columbus knows who Urban Meyer is. Yeah. Do you you know what was funny? Before we continue, um, while he was at this bar at his steakhouse, his wife, Shelly, was tweeting, um, like, it's I'm so proud of my husband Urban. He deserves a night off from watching the grandkids. So I, I you know, I, I he just deserves this. What? Yeah, she tweeted Yikes. that. At the same time, uh, he's uh, he's over in his own steakhouse, getting, getting, a little, uh, getting a little too close with a with a local female friend. Yeah, very yeah. attractive local female. A young, attractive local female. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, he was there on the dance floor or whatever it was. I mean, by the way, what steakhouse has a dance floor? I don't know. Must be a fun steakhouse. Wonder how the reviews are. <laughs> Do you know what it's called? No, I don't. I'm sure you could look it up though. Um, Did you know there's actually a picture of him holding his wife on the wall in that steakhouse too, which oh, is kind of interesting. No. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So, is it Urban Chop House? Probably. That sounds about right. Well, there's Urban Meyer's Pint House, and then there's Urban Chop House. Um, this has got to be it, right? It's in Columbus. He probably has both of them. I don't even I'm know. I'm sure he does have both of them. 4.3 uh, stars. Um, this is uh, I wish I could give proper I wish I could give a proper critique of this place, but alas, I was not allowed entrance apparently due to wearing flip-flops on a 95 degree summer day at 5:30 p.m. Stopped in to try a cocktail and was refused service to either the bar, terrace, or main restaurant. I couldn't find anything regarding a sandals. I guess they consider them swimwear, either on their website or posted at the location. My brother was a whiskey lover, and I suggested the place when he was visiting and was embarrassed that we were turned away. One star, Ryan One. Dickerson. Got him. <laughs> so he was in the, his urban chop house yep. in Columbus, Ohio, getting lap dances from a young, non-wife female. I mean, he was grinding up. His hands were down yeah, her pants. They were... In- were they down? Were they in her pants, or were they just? I over I it? I just know that one hand was strumming a guitar that wasn't there. The way I heard it, <laughs> a, a fluttering action, <laughs> fluttering. And um, <laughs> this is on the background. Strumming a guitar that wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the background of. Him not having the respect of his team coming no, out of camp. They're Apparently 0 4 sh- right now. They're 0 and 4, the not looking very good when they were supposed to take at least a little bit of a turn this year. Um,. And a lot of, the, apparently he had some kind of conference with the team afterwards, and he apologized for having this distraction with this female, and uh, when he left, the team was, like, laughing at him after yeah. he walked out. And He canceled the Monday meeting, Yeah, and the team was laughing at him when he left the locker room. Yeah. So, I mean, he's just getting way too close to this female, and <laughs> it's a bad look. I, I thought it was... It was funny how the news comes out and like the story breaks and we see the picture, and, or whatever it was, or video. Was it? A, did you watch the video? No, I I saw a picture. I didn't. Yeah, and then watch a video. and then the next day 
it was like, oh, here it is at a different angle. We have a second picture coming out. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is quite the saga of a story. <laughs> anyway, um, Shelly, Urban Meyer's wife, just recently posted to Twitter. Um, when was this? Today? October 7th at 1.31 p.m. in the afternoon. So that is today. Um, and she posted on Twitter about the controversy. She posted a statement. What'd she say? What does the statement say? Um, by the way, it's like an, it's a picture of a statement because Twitter has the character limit. She says, thank you, friends, followers, fans, supporters, for all your love, fun, laughs over the years. God bless and God bless America. Peace out. So she's off. She's done. Uh, but she writes... And this will be my last post on Twitter. Crying emoji. Frankly, I don't need the hate, vitriol, slander, trash that will at me. This has never stopped. Anyway, we all make mistakes. We are all sinners. If you think you aren't, then cast the first stone. To my wonderful followers and friends, thank you for your love, support, friendship, laughs. I will miss this the most. I love you all and wish God's blessings on you. Thank you. Heart emoji. Hashtag faith, family, football, flamingos. P.S. I will be deleting right as I post this, so I will not see responses. Much love. That's it. So th- <laughs> there's a big, I, I guess that's her That's her reply to that. Yeah. It sounds like they're going to be fine. But um, Yeah, the second video surfaced on this past Monday that appeared to show Meyer as Fox News says, groping the same woman's bottom. Nice. Or strumming a guitar. Or fluttering. Fluttering. <laughs> <laughs> but he posted a uh, an apology. Um, Meyer issued a statement apologizing for his actions, but on Tuesday evening, he spoke on a radio show and revealed that conversations with the team have been horrible. Um, he said, the ownership of this team is with its pl- is with the players. I don't believe that's in my court. The leaders on the team are going to make that decision. It depends on how much you trust you have built up with them. He's talking about the ownership. How we structure everything this week and focus on winning that game. And he continued, I'm going to be extremely clear as I can. Our staff is working their tails off, but you know as well as I do that the ownership of this team is with the players. So... That's Shad Khan, the Jaguars owner, who called Meyer's behavior inexcusable. So he's done. I think he's most, be out of there. a lot of people are thinking that. He's got to be out of there. A one and done Urban Meyer. He was supposed to be the savior of Jacksonville. And the interesting thing is, first of all, the story seems kind of weird, right? Like, why is he leaving his team in the wake of a loss yeah. to go to a bar, to dance around with this woman to and then he, yeah, he's, he's hammered he's, he's got to be just hammered and i mean there's no question about it and uh the, the the thing is is this is in the wake of uh the usc firing their head coach there's likely going to be a new coach at lsu yeah uh, miami's going to need a new coach coming up here really quick and and people are saying that he's almost trying to lose his job so he can go back to college where he knows things better and he can go for another run with this USC, um, LSU, or Miami, one of these big-name schools that are about to lose their, that have lost or are about to lose the, their head coach. The mother of the 24-year-old woman who was in the video. Mother. Who, who's, uh, okay. Whose guitar Urban was strumming. Yes. The mother came out to USA <laughs> Today and made a statement. Can you believe this about uh, her daughter's well-being? She's worried about her daughter. So the mother is telling USA Today, she can't even go anywhere. It's ruining her life is what it's doing. I'm worried for her emotional status right now. Jeez. Uh, 
The USA Today is not identifying the woman or her mother because they have been the subject of backlash despite not having made any public statements yet. Sure. Um, Let's see. She went on to say the mother... um, Wait a second. The company is... What does this say here? Like I said, New Horizon Media Group, a marketing company where the woman works, said Thursday, that's today, it is conducting an internal investigation into the incident that took place. Who cares? Wait a second. Why are they caring what she does in the weekend? Yeah. I mean, her employer is now undoing what? Who cares? (laughs) The company is not in a position to make any determination as to her employment status, said Brian Duncan, an attorney representing the company. Um. Okay. That seems ridiculous. Interesting. How, wait, how does that make any sense? Right. How can the comp- Okay, so it said New Horizon Media Group, a marketing company where the woman works, but the company is not in position to make any determination as to her employment status. Interesting. Okay. Uh, he said the woman is working for the company during the investigation. Alex Cruz, the owner of New Horizons Media Group, referred a request for comment to Duncan, who's the attorney, who says, I just pray. That Alex doesn't fire my daughter because she needs this job. She just bought a house. Uh, When asked why New Horizons Media Group needed to conduct an investigation, the attorney said, We've had no prior issues with her whatsoever. She's been a very solid asset to the company. We're going to undertake our internal investigation to determine what, if any, impact this has on the company, and we will proceed accordingly. Seems ridiculous. So that's it. I I don't even know. First of all, that... The maybe the story behind Urban Meyer and his investigation. The thing is, is it's way deeper than just this story, right? He has lost oh, yeah. the respect of the team. Big and, time, big time. But for this girl, who cares? I know. Like she was having fun on a Saturday night. Well, no, Thursday night. Excuse me. But you know, it, it, who cares? No, it was Friday. It was Friday. Oh, night. It was it? Friday? was the night after the game because they played Thursday night. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. And then, and then, yeah. I mean, he's not gonna go right after the game. <laughs> well, at least he won't. Maybe. Um, <laughs> in the sports world, um, Max Scherzer, who is um, the Los Angeles Dodgers star pitcher, used to work, used to play for the Tigers. Uh, they beat the St. Louis Cardinals on Wednesday night. That's last night from when we're recording this show. They beat the Cardinals three to one in the National League Wild Card game. So the Dodgers are advancing to the um, NLDS the National League Divisional Series. So there was a post-game celebration by the Dodgers. They were going crazy. Alcohol-filled celebration, according to this story. Um, It was Chris Taylor's walk-off home run. So a smiling, shirtless Max Scherzer joined TBS broadcasters for an interview on the field that quickly went sideways. Let's check it out. Yeah, K-Long told me a couple days ago. You got to get rid of this echo. (laughs) Can't talk. I'm drunk. Whatever. <laughs> what? Yeah, K Long told me a couple days ago. I, you gotta get rid of this echo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, just hammered. I mean, from the first word, he's hammered. But he's having a good time, and he pitched that night. My is life. <laughs> so he's having fun. And, um, yeah, the Major League Baseball playoffs are just about underway. So, there we go. That's a big thing. It is a big thing. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Not for us, though. No, not for us. Maybe next year. Um, Yeah, maybe next year. (laughs) We'll see. Um, Okay. 
So a few other things before we wrap it up here. Um, right now, uh, one of the big pieces of news is that Miller's Bar, which are you familiar with Miller's Bar at all? No, but I have heard of it before. It's pretty famous. They're in Dearborn. They're very famous. They're sometimes lauded as one of the best burgers in the entire state. And I've been there once. It was a while ago. It was probably 10 years ago, back maybe when I was in middle school or maybe high school. I don't know. I remember it being really, really good. I'd love to go back again, but they're being sold. Uh, the owners are just retiring, hmm. which is it. So my question to you, Zach, as somebody, me, who loves burgers, what's your favorite burger? If you had to pick one burger, what would you say is number one? For me? Yeah, for you. I forgot with burger. Well, see, I'm not. This, oh, this is going to be a really crazy take. I'm, I'm, I'm all ready for it. Atkins. Oh, okay. So that's I, not crazy. No, that's my favorite burger, too. Oh, They're see. not even open anymore, though. Well, not even uh, in where? No, across they, from the mall there? No, they closed down on Hall Road. That's crazy. Actually, you know what? I I, I apologize for my earlier comment. That's a wonderful take. <laughs> my God. What did you think I was going to say? I don't know. A little drive through McDonald's. I don't know. McDouble. I don't know. Something. And it hits just right. Um, well, you know, who doesn't love McDouble every now and then? Absolutely. But Ackett's is the best. They really are Ackett's Burgers. They're opening a new location coming up, a drive through location in um, Elginac. So they're not gone forever. It's coming back. But, yeah, they really are it's the best burgers. <laughs> I know. It's not close at all. But I'm a big fan of that stuff. I call it the Big Mac style or the Big Boy style where it's usually like a double-decker, shredded lettuce, onions, pickles, and then the secret sauce, which is like some type of Thousand Island. It's the best. It really is. Ackett's is awesome. I'm a huge fan of that. And, um, God, I, I hope they do open up soon because I could use one of those burgers. It sounds so good right now. We can. We should try and make it to Miller's Bar before it closes, yeah, too. Yeah, we should go to Miller's Bar. Um, people always say that Red Coat Tavern has one of the best burgers in the entire state. I've had Red Coat, again, a while ago. I'd love to go back and try it again, but people say that that's up there. Uh, one of the ones that I will say is Clyde's. And I feel like we've talked about Clyde's before on the show. But Clyde's is in the Upper Peninsula. They have a few locations, Sault Ste. Marie, um, Manistique, and St. Ignace. And it's just a little drive-in. It's a small place. It's not the Big Mac style. It's more of like the Whopper style. <laughs> but still, outstanding burger. Big Mac's better. Big Mac's better? I like that style better. Yeah. I do like that style better, too. Whoppers are gross. Well, I wouldn't say they're gross. You just got to do it right. You got to know what you're doing. I'm actually a fan of the Big Boy Burger, and I haven't had one in a while, but I'd love to go back. Just, I mean, it's just, that, that's I've, classic. And that was actually before the Big Mac. The Big Boy was first. I think I've only had <clears throat> one Big Boy like really? burger in my whole life. Yeah. Well, the, the Vernier location opened up again. Go back and get some. I'm not very eager. <laughs> it's, like the old, it's like the old folks. Like, I like, know it can... is. Believe me, it's not my first place to go. <laughs> well, I don't cheap. mind the burgers. I went to a new restaurant um, a week and a half ago. Um, you know the Union Wood Shop um, yeah. in Clarkston, the barbecue place. Um, they own the Fenton Fire Hall. They own Vincetta Garage on Woodward, Ooh, which are that's quite the resume. Yeah, I mean it's it's the Union guys. Um, Kid Rock's actually a part owner, but they opened up a new location downtown in the Little Caesars headquarters building, right there oh, really? at Woodward, right to there to replace Kid Rock's restaurant. No, 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 no. That was at um. That was at um, LCA. Yeah. But, no, this isn't replacing Kid, Ro Kid Rock's restaurant. Something else replaced it, uh, which is it's not around anymore. But, anyway, no, this is at Reddit, the Little Caesars headquarters, which is on the mm. uh, south side of um, 
I seventy five there. Yeah, in Woodward. Yeah, it's 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 like right across the street from Comerica Park. Yeah. Um, it's in the same location where Mom's Spaghetti is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or M and M's place. Yeah, have yeah. you seen that? Yeah. I saw the line for that place. It was ridiculous. Oh, and he was serving food the first day. He was there. Yeah. Anyway, I went to the Union Assembly, which is the new restaurant there. It's owned by the same people as Vincetta Garage and Union Woodshop and all those. And, man, was it good. I was blown away. I was there, like, the third day it opened on Saturday, a week and a half ago. Um, I went there with Martin. And, oh, my God, it was so good. Really? It was so good. So if you ever get a chance, they have their mac and cheese, which is the same across all their restaurants. Yeah. Give it a shot. What's um, it called again? Union Assembly. Yeah. I got their fried chicken, and, uh, man, I was, I was blown away. Really? I was very impressed. So that's a place to go. Um, have you been watching Jeopardy at all? No, I have not. No. Um, Matt Amodio, he is the second most winning person on Jeopardy ever behind Matt Jennings, as far as days are concerned. Okay. So he's on, like, day 35 or 36 or something, but... I don't know. I, I enjoy Jeopardy, but when somebody goes on these big winning streaks, I just can't get enough of it. I love it. I watch every night. Um, so that's going on tonight. I'm sure he's going to be there again, winning a lot of money. He's he's a genius. He's a um, he, he's a he's a PhD student from um, New Haven, Connecticut. Who's hosting again? Um, the anti-vaxer, Malik, Marine Malik. That the 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 girl from um, Big Bang Theory. Oh, really? Not not um, Sheldon's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, Big yeah, Bang yeah. Theory, you she's know, she's hosting it. Yeah, she's like an actual scientist or something, like yeah. in real life. Yeah, yeah, like she's but an actor. And, I yeah, say anti-vaxer because she came out like a few years ago against these vaccines. I don't think she's really an anti-vaxer, but <laughs> that's what people were trying to cancel her over. Mm. Just like they canceled the the producer Mike Richards, who is no longer a host of Jeopardy. Yeah, but he did something else, right? Well, he said boobies on a podcast ten years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's tough. Yeah, can't do that. No, so so he's done, um, and he's been canceled and fired as producer of both Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Too bad. Uh, can't say boobies in the podcast. So anyway. <laughs> but yeah, the, this the girl hope, um, Malik or whatever. Marine Malik. I don't know what it is. But anyway, Madam Odeo's going. And he, he's on Twitter. He's going after Ken Jennings and um, and um, what's his name? The um, Holzhauer. James Holzhauser. He's not going after them, but James is pretty active on Twitter. James was the big winner from like a year and a half ago, the yeah. sports batter from Las Vegas, and he was just winning a ton of money on Jeopardy, a shit ton of money. Um, but now Matt has surpassed the number of days that James has been on. He's winning, not as much as James, but he's getting there. Um, and just check out their Twitter. I'm not going to go into it, but it's fun because they kind of like bug each other back and forth. It's very funny. Um, so regardless, that's going on and I will be watching because nice. I love Jeopardy, especially when there's a big winner. <laughs> uh, okay, man. Are you ready to get going? Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I think we got the big things this week. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for some football tonight. Dude, it's exciting. I'm huh? so pumped. It's going to be fun. No, this is going to be great. Great football well, tonight. Maybe not on Sunday, but Saturday should be a good day yeah. for the state. Yeah. Saturday. That'll be fun. Try to get it in between the, the. Oh, the, the wedding. wedding ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the ceremony takes second to the uh, to the football as as it should. Of course. <laughs> I don't think Adam would have it any other way. I think you would endorse that, right? Yeah. I mean, you have to. <laughs> well, we did it. Another show. Uh, please, please follow us and tell your friends. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. 
Give us a review. The reviews actually help wherever you listen to your podcast. Write us a review. Yeah. We're, we're, we love it. We let love us our listeners. Let us, how we're no- wow. let, us how we're, let us know how we're doing without Alex. I think Zach may have had a stroke. <laughs> a little bit. Just right there. Yeah, see, see, yeah I'm, I'm kind of curious to see the responses. Send us an email. Um, it's cuttingoutearly.podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We'll read them. Maybe we'll read it on the air. Maybe we'll give you a little shout-out. Who knows? Small-time radio, but we could do it. Um, <laughs> it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, we, I, we, I, hopefully. We appreciate all the listeners. And uh, if there's something you want to talk about, let us know, and we'll get it on the air. We'll do our best. Otherwise, have a fun weekend and a good week. See ya! See ya!